we're on t- we're in time here. We don't know what time is, but somehow we're in this man. So we're doing sichahei baruch Hashem, and here we go. Says Rabbi Nachman, Hayim Megana Maoda. Rabbi Nelson's writing in the name of Rabbi Nachman. Hayim Megana Maoda is sifrei hamechkarim v'has filosifim. That Rabbi Nachman would, he was Magana. He would dis, he would make fun of, he would disgrace, he would rip apart. Swarm of the mechkarim and the philosophim were philosophy philosophy books, philosophy swarm. I don't know exactly what these things are. I never really learned philosophy, but stuff that. Books that probably ask a lot of questions, you know, about God and about the world, that kind of stuff. Vamr Shain Sham Klal Seichel Gomer. He says they don't really have Seichel Gomer, even though these were some very, probably very educated, intellectually, um, you know, these people were very smart people in the world. Renachim said, nah, they didn't really have such Seichel. It wasn't, they not so smart. You know, if you have a lot of questions and you don't have so many answers, so it doesn't. Doesn't prove that much. You become an atheist, yeah, but it doesn't mean you're so smart. Kamoshiyesh Beza Maimer, he says, these books with all their thousands of pages don't equal, he says, Beza Maimer Maharsha or Maharam Shif. You go learn, go learn a Gemara, a Rashi, a Tosos, a Maharsha. He says, that's Chachma, a Maharam Shif. The Kiyotim is Farenu, Hakadoshim, our Svarim. If you learn the Svarim, our Svarim, starting from of course, Tarshabal Sav, but Tarshabal Peh, the Rishonim, the Achronim, Svarim nowadays, there's a lot of, there's a lot of real Chachm in that place. But these Svarim of the philosophers and whatever else you call them, the Mechkarim, the Chokers, to, to probe, to analyze. So the, the Svarim, the books that they were probing and analyzing, asking lots of questions, those types of svarim. You don't really find seichel in that place. Uh, you have sometimes you have the guy in, in Shir who has, he always has the big kasha. The Rebbe says, the Rebbe says, according to the Gemara, according to the Sharm, it's like this, and you have like this big smart aleck in the back of the Shir saying, yeah, but maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe that's not what he meant. Like this big, he thinks he's the smartest guy in the world, this guy. Right? He thinks, Abshal is the Rebbe. Like, maybe you're wrong. He didn't say anything. He's just saying, maybe you're wrong. The Rebbe has a whole mahalach. He has proofs. He, he worked it out. Of course, it could be wrong. It's possible. But this one guy, maybe you're wrong, Rebbe. Maybe the Rishon wasn't saying like that. That doesn't make him smarter than the Rebbe. He thinks he's smarter than the Rebbe. That makes him actually under. For many reasons. They're always having kashas within itself. Ajvamla is a moface. They come to some kind of uh, moface. Here, I don't exactly know what he means by the word moface. <clears throat> moface usually means uh, like a like a miracle. Here, I don't know exactly what he means. But they ask questions on the on, on the in the book. Questions upon questions upon questions, and they don't come to really anything. But the seichel that we have in our Torah, Lahavdil, Ein Sham Klal Klal, those books don't have anywhere near the seichel that we have in our books. Fine. I'm not terribly nervous nowadays. People aren't generally involved in the Sfarim of the philosophers. That, that went out of uh, style a long time ago. So now listen to what he says. V'omar. Praiseworthy is the person who doesn't know from these books at all. 
Rakolich Bitamimus, Vyeshlo Yirasonish. This is Renachman. The people who don't know from these books, praiseworthy are they? They go with Tamimus, simplicity, wholesomeness, and they have Yiras Ha'onish. They have fear of sin. That's their way. Which means, we're going to get to, there's a lot of Nakudas in this line, but I'm, parenthetically, I think we're going to get back to it. If a person learns, he's a, he's a firm Jew, but he gets involved on the, the swarm of the philosophers, then he's going to also be involved in sin. That's what's mashma. The people who don't learn the svarim, they go betamimus and they have yirsa onish. But the people who do learn these books, they're going to end up with all their questions. They're not going to have a clear derech, right? And when you have a lot of questions on God, even though you go to cheder and you you know put the tefillin thing on and you do the tzitzis thing and you do all the the dafyomi stuff, but if really deep down you have a lot of questions on God, so when push comes to shove and you have a tiver, you have a this. So you do it also. You do the tzitzis thing and you do the, the thing you want to do. What's really holding you back? I have questions on God. But to, to not be involved in these farm, to be a simple person, is, is most often higher. You walk with Tamimus and Yerusalemish. Right? Fear of punishment. Says Rabbi Nachman, Ki ikr ha'avoda betchila hirak machmas Yerusalemish. The beginning of a person's avodas Hashem, the emes, is from a place called Yiras Onish, fear of sin. Ubali Yiras Onish, and without the fear of sin, you cannot truly start avodas Hashem. We'll read a few lines and then we'll have to discuss. And even the big tzaddikim need Yiras Onish. Right, there's, there's two major drachim to serve a Kaddish Baruch. One's called Ahava, and one's called Yira. Right? What is propelling me to serve God? To daven, to learn, to do mitzvahs, and to stay away from Averis. Is it because I'm fearful if I don't? There's a Ganem, there's a Din, there's a Dain, there's a Cheshben. And I better make sure that I take care of my end or else I'm going to get punished. And therefore, I put on tefillin. And therefore, I don't do borer on Shabbos. Or another mahalach is, the reason why I put on tefillin is because I have such an ahavas Hashem. I want to be dovik to Kaddish Baruch I want to connect to Him. I want to cleave to Him. I, I would ne- I, how, could I, how could I do borer on Shabbos? HaKadosh Baruch is so good to me. How dare I do something that he doesn't want when he's been so good to me. Place of, from, from the place of Ahava, right? We generally were kind of like a mixture of both a little bit. But Rabbi Nachman says you have to start with you. Which is really the way that almost every single child since the beginning of time starts. What do you, what do you tell your kid? Don't turn the lights on on Shabbos because you love Hashem so much and no, don't touch the lights. You're not let, it's also on Shabbos. You can't do that. Right? That's pretty much what we say. We might say it nicely, but it is prohibited. Let me talk about it. Yiru. That's the Mahalach. So, says Rabbi Nachman, he says, so the tzaddikim even need to utilize Yiru. Ki ovde me'ahava he mu'atim ma'od mo'od. Those who serve a Baruch from the place 
of Ahava, which is a higher level than Yersa Onish, it's very few, very few. I'm not saying, don't trick yourself. Don't trick yourself thinking you're, you're, this, you're this person who is such an Ahavas Hashem, and that's why you serve him. No. Be honest. You need to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu because if you don't, you're going to get punished. And that should propel you. And that'll hold you. That'll keep you in line and keep you in check more than the Mahalach of Ahava. The Iker who Yeres Onish. This is the Iker. The main way is Yeres Onish. Ki because we know that there's multiple levels of Yer. There's at least three levels, if not more, of how you understand the sugya called Yira, called fear. Mesil Sasharm already breaks it down into three. Low is being Yiras Onish. The next level will become calling Yiras Haromamus. And the highest is called Yiras Hachet. Okay? What Rabbi Nachman here is referring to as Yiras Haromamus. He says, Kia Yira Ilah, the higher, the supernal type of Yira, begin to who Rav Vishalit, which is a quote from the Zohar Kadosh. The the Yiras Onish is, is, is more Pasha, right? Yiras Onish, you're fearful of getting punished, getting, losing money, having some sickness come your way, something happening to your family because of your sins. Yiras Onish. Yiras Aromus is a higher madrig, is says the Zarakadish, is when a person has an acute awareness of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, being the king being the Rav, the Shalit, the one who's in control and in power of the world and can do anything. Not that I'm scared that he's going to hurt me. That's not the Indian. But if you'd be in the room with someone who has power, control of the entire world, there's a certain awe. Right? That's the proper use of awesome. Somehow the word awesome turned into just you know, slang for everything that kids talk about. But, but the word awe, awestruck, awesome, um, the yamim noraim, right? Noira. It's an meaning of awe that you, when, when someone would walk into the room, you would, you would just be taken by that, by that presence, right? The word yira, very often in Hasidus, the word yira is the same letters as what? Same letters, what? Re'iyah. Is re'iyah. The same exact letters of yira could be re'iyah, meaning. When you see the Boreolum, you can imagine that a Kodesh Baruch was here and he has the control over everything. He's the manning over every single prat in the world. He controls everything. If a person, has, if a person can truly be at that place, it's a high level, to experience it, that's called Yerus Aromimus. Hainu Yerus Aromimus, it's a year of loftiness. Lav koladim zoche lezosiera. Not... Many people are a to that year either. Aval Iker Ha'avodas is Rabbi Nachman, the main avoda who rak aide yiras ha'onesh eitzarobneodim. Most people have to just stick almost their entire life with yiras ha'onesh. That's the Iker. Make sure you you have that set in your mind. Now, there's a few questions on this. Number one, Rabbi Nachman is comparing. Yiras Hayonish to the sugi called Tamimus. That's what he said. Rakolich betamimus, and this person has Yiras Onish. According to Rabbi Tamimus and Pshitas is the highest majority. To be a Pashidiyid, Tamimus, wholesomeness, that's, that's of the highest majority. Yiras Onish is the lowest of the Yiras. 
He even said there's a higher level called Yeris Aromus. So A, how is this Madrega of Yeris Aromus such a high Madrega? Question A. B. Um, we're, anybody, not anybody, but people who are learning Chassidus, let's say, and in, even in this base medrash, you'll hear a lot of diburim from mashpiyim that your sonas just doesn't work anymore. It's just not the mahalach nowadays. You don't try to scare people into doing things. If you don't do this, you're going to be punished. You're going to get Gehenim. Who, who knows about Gehenim anymore? And therefore, the major mahalach has become more ahava-based. More have a karsa for Kodesh Baruch Hu, like the Chavos of Abba says, serve him out of love. Kodesh Baruch Hu loves you, love him. Do it because this is the right thing to do. Not because you're going to be punished. But Rabbi Nachman, who's one of our biggest rebellion, is saying that's not the pshat. That's not true. The emes is you have to have your zonish. And you have to stick with that. And you need to fear punishment. That's what's going to keep you in line. So how, how what's going on over here? How, do we, how are we making these mistakes? What... Should we have Yersonish or should we not work on Yersonish? Rabbi Nachman is very clear. The Iker Derech is Yersonish. You can make the Yukim and say that's Eitzel Rov B'nai Adam. We're not Rov B'nai Adam. But let's not go that route. We're, we're Rov B'nai Adam. So what's this, what is this Yersonish? What do people say it's not? Why is it ineffective? And what's Rabbi Nachman saying it is? Rabbi Nachman says in the end of Torah Hay, hey, listen to this, he says, Kemosham Rabbi Seinu Zechron Lavracha, the Gemara says in Kedushan, the way of man is to go after the woman, right? Man courts woman, woman does not go and court man, right? I think that's been going on for a long time now. Man goes, he used to. Why, now the women uh, took over a little bit? Now you identify different ways. Just <laughs> <laughs> according to how you identify that one. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to go with the old school approach. <laughs> Man not. goes after me. Oh, God. I know, Obama said, if I feel like a woman, I don't want to use legs. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's going to be with this, with this generation. Moshul Adam. Moshul Adam, it brings a moshul. Shavdul Aveda, a person loses a lost object, says the Gemara, it's actually a mimer from Rabbi Shimbar Chai. Who goes after who? Guy loses a wallet. Does the man go after the wallet or does the wallet go after the man? Obviously, the man goes after the wallet. Now, it happens to be, it's, it's, it's a big sugya, and I use it when I talk to the Chassanim about Ishva Isha, Adam and Chava. But Rabbi Nachman uses it in a different way. And he says, Ki Ahava perish, Ki Ahava hu ish. Ahava is the madrega called Ish. Ve'yire bechina is Isha. And Yira is the bechina when it says Isha. Okay? Man is usually from the right side, called Chesed, called Ahava. Women, in general, from the left side, called Yira, called Gvura. Bina. So it's, we can get into that another time. Kiadua, he says. Ve'alkein, Sarach lahaktim es Yira. You first need Yira. Ki oz tavo elov ha'ahava memel. Without going and explaining the Gemara according to what he's saying, but the words of Menachem says, you first need Yira, and then listen to this line. 
Ki az tavo e lov ha'ahava memela. What does that mean? Then ahava will come. What does memela mean? Automatic. Automatically. Really? Really. If a person has yura, yura sa'onish, automatically he has some level of ahava sashem. I mean, I know lots of people who maybe are working with that madriga called yura, but they're not like these flying in love with the Kodesh Baruch with Ahava, they, they stick in the world of Yira. Well, what does he mean? Memela, it happens. Yira and Ahava are opposites. Right? Fear, love. Fear is, is like almost stay away, and Ahava has come close. How does Yira bring to Ahava? Ki Ahava holechaz umachzeres achi Yira tamen. Ahava is always running after Yira. Man, Ahava is running after Yira woman. How does that work? How, what's the magic that Yira just magically turns into Ahava? Okay. No questions for tonight? Mm-hmm. Now, there's something we have to, we have to understand with, with the Sugi of Yira. The Sugi of Yira has a very bad rap. Yira Sashem. No one wants to talk about it really so much. Like, let's just do the Ahava thing. Punishment. Eh, no one wants to talk about it. Rabbi Nassim writes... Rabbi Nussin writes, Shadaik, of course I'm taking it totally, I'm not taking it out of context, I'm just, just reading one line though, but it, it, what it says here, it, it means what we're, what we're discussing. Shadaika ayide yirasa onesh, remember this? Specifically through yirasa onesh, Yavo comes, what would you think the next word of Rabbi Nussin says? If a person has yirasa onesh, you know what's going to come next? Now you could say ahava, okay, we just learned that, which is already, simcha. Really? Through Yiras Onish comes Simcha. I never heard that one before. Simcha? I thought, I thought the tittering. I thought, you know, crying. Right? Yiras Onish should bring a person to, to tears. To Simcha? What's Rabbi Nassim talking about? And of course the question is, or the understanding is, we have no idea what Yiras Onish is. And after we're learning this, what is, what is Yiras Onish? We're, we're told we must be missing the boat. Another, you want to hear another line? I'll tell you another one. In Sikha Saran Kuf, Kuf Beis, I'm not going to turn to it now. I'll just read it to you. You could turn to it, but I'll just read to you one line. The Gam Elohai Yisurim, the afflictions, Sheyesh Adam that come to man, Machmas She'avar Ezeb Begam Over, the afflictions, the Yisurim that come to man because he does Averis. We do pay the price for our Averis. It's not scot-free here. Um Mischarit Alzeh, and a person regrets, the Yesh Lotzah Gadu and he's in a lot of pain. Elu hayesurim hembechinas. These yesurim are called yiras Hashem tosif yamim, fear of God that adds days. One would think yiras Hashem takes so like takes you're so scared you're going to die early. You know people who are always nervous and anxious. The studies say that they die early. Yiras Hashem tosif yomim. It adds days. Ki ayisurin shelo heim machmas shemis yarim Hashem yizbarach. Because the yisurim are coming because he fears God. Heim machmas romamuso, whether it's a yiras or romamus, or machmas yiras onish. So somehow yiras onish is adding to your life. So it brings to ahava, brings to simcha, and it actually gives you more days. This sounds like a great day. 
we got to go for this year's owners thing. Okay, it adds this. So what? What's the yirasa onish that we always learned is is no good? What's the yirasa onish that brings the simcha hava and, and adding days and the ikav arvo that even sadikim have to go back to? So the understanding generally, I think. And this could just be the way I, you know, grew up. Maybe you guys are all holding at different places. But when we talk about years onish, so a person thinks if if you sin and you do bad things, then Hakadosh Baruch is not going to be so nice to you, and you're going to pay the price, whether it's monetarily, health, right? You're going to trip and you know cut your knee, lightning, lightning bolt. Okay, I never went that far, but there probably are some people who think the lightning bolts are going to hit them. You, f- a person sins. I, I fear I'm gonna I'm gonna lose money. I need money to live. It's gonna be bad. Uh, my house is gonna get repossessed. I fear that I'm gonna get sick or something. My family's gonna get sick or something like that. Right? That's that's the classic understanding of years onesh. You're gonna get Gehenim. There's there's going to be some kind of dictator who's gonna come and blow up the world. Right? Every few weeks we have one of those guys. So. What's wrong with that Yerasonish? What's 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 wrong with that? Why is that not that's not that's not really Yerasonish. That's not even the Madre called Yerasonish. That is not what Rabbi Nachman and Rabbi Nassim are speaking about. That's actually that what I just said is what we learn not to do. It's just not clear. Not we haven't been taught clearly what it is not and what it is. How do you how do you classically learn your sonish? Right, that's like what. How do you usually learn it? What what are the what are the feelings? What are the thoughts? No, missing the opportunity to serve Hashem. Well, I'm asking you what 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 you grew up thinking. What did you grow up thinking your sonish is? What did what did you think growing up? Lost monetary. It's okay. So right, some some on the right track. That means you agree. Everybody agrees. Yeah. You're gonna get whacked, you see, you're gonna get punished, and we have to be scared, and we have to, therefore that propels us to like do stuff. That's not such a happy that's not simcha. There's no ahava in that. No tosefis chayim or yamim. Rabbi Nassim says, Rabbi Nassim writes in Birchas everything he says, of course, is based on Rabbi Nachman. I couldn't find it necessarily in the words of Rabbi Nachman, but everything Rabbi Nassim says, this is like, we know. It's Rabbi Nachman. Says Rabbi Nelson in Birchas Hoda Vav Yudbeis Zebachin is Yiras Hanafulos Rachman Atzlan. There's a sugya called Yiras Hanafulos. There's a havas that there's a hava that fell and there's a yira that fell. This has to do with the sugya of Shiras Akelim. We don't need to go into the Amkus and the Pnimis of the Dover. We could just speak about it here. That there are certain ahavas and and yiras, loves and fears that have fallen, meaning they're not appropriate. You have to fear God alone. Hashem is with me. I don't fear. And if a person fears a person, a dictator, an animal, money loss, uh, sickness, if you fear those things, 
That is a fallen Yira. Shemachlif Yiras Hashem Yizbarach. You've traded in. Machlif, you've traded in Yiras Hashem for Yiras Basar Vadam. Fearing human beings, animals, and physical things. Now, I'm specifically not, I'm just translating. I'm not saying anything else right now. And when a person <coughs> fears a Kaddish Baruch Hu, he doesn't want to get punished by a Kaddish Baruch Hu. That's good. What is Yiras Onash and what is it not? What did he say over here? He's telling us what proper Yiras Onish is and he's telling us what it's not. I'm going to have a sip of tea while you tell me. What did he say different? What, what did he change? It's very subtle. It's so simple. This is the problem. It's so simple. What? What you say? I can say that also. What does it mean? It's just something happening. Closer, but he does say, he does say that fearing that a Kurdish Baruch was going to punish you is a good thing. So that's also an act. But it's with a Kurdish Baruch. This is the big difference. It's spiritual and physical. Not necessarily. What do you mean, spiritual and physical? I don't know. The other things were all physical. No, this is also. Hashem punishing you is also going to be physical. It's going to be physical. Why is We all. It's, we're being punished by Hashem. We're not being punished by the person. We're not being punished by like. If someone loses a job, it's, it's you know. Like, are you telling me what you know from the past like year or two, or are you telling me how you how you? So grew I grew up, up from. So like I, I have a I have a get out of jail card for you. Okay, but 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 even but, that, it's not so simple because we're okay. When you fear someone or something. When you fear someone or something, whatever that thing is, if you're, right, if you are, if the, what's going through your head is I'm fearing, I, I don't want to lose money. I don't want to get sick. I don't want anybody to get sick. At that moment, which is the natural, that's the natural fear, you've just traded in Yira Sashem for, for Yira of something. <coughs> you might know if someone would ask you, or is that who is that? That's 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 the money or that's God? You might answer, yeah, it's God. But are you real are you really are you really connecting to that? When that fear sets in, that right? When the uh, when the when you a person sins or something, and or when he's thinking about when something bad happens. Upsetting Hashem. You're supposed to fear upsetting Hashem then? No. Here's, uh... What we're trying to get, it's, and it's very, very simple, and it's what most of you are saying, but it's, it's to live it, is to connect Yira to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What often we do is we skip HaKadosh Baruch Hu and we go right to the things that we fear are going to happen. We fear the money problem, we fear the sickness. We forget to fear HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We skip that step. 
why does that you want to step which I, I'm not saying I'm exotic because of this I I, I I understand that. for other things. I thought that was, I thought that was pasha in the conversation. So, but the, why yeah. does he say that brings us to simcha then, Rav Nassim? We'll get there. The, we'll get there. We'll get there in a second. But we have to be very clear. We have to. It's it's a training. The the problem sometimes is this is simplicity. Mitzvah Sharma already told us about when things are very simple, you gloss over it. Rav Nassim is saying very clearly, if you are fearful of the person. If you're fearful of the sickness or the animal, you've just traded in fear of Hashem. Because we have to have our mind on the Boreal, the creator of the world, the one who runs the world. That's where it has to be. He has messengers. He certainly has messengers to take care of what Kodesh wants to do. But you're not fe- you don't fear the messenger. A person, you might be Let's say, let's say it's a money loss. Let's say it's a money loss. I don't want to talk about physical pain. Money loss. <coughs> do, you fear, do you fear that your boss is going to fire you? Or do you fear HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and however HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes care of you, takes care of you? You fear that your boss is going to fire you. We don't... Is, once you start going into there, then how could you fear? You, you kind of ruin some of that fear by going into... So you don't ruin it. You you fine tune it. There's still a fear if a person sins. A kaddish baruch will send a messenger. Will uh, he might he very well might send a messenger to take you know to harm you. Now, it's part of this is that a kaddish baruch doesn't want the goal is never to harm us. Right. This is also nakuda. When you fear a kaddish baruch and he sends his minions to do something to you in retribution for your sins, does a Kaddish Baruch an angry God who's like hurt by your sins and he takes offense and his ego is, is hurting and therefore he just wants to like destroy you? No. Why does God punish us? Why if he's such a happy God? Like, let us be. What is that a big deal? So we didn't daven today. So we, we did borer on Shabbos. Like, what does it matter? These are like basic questions. Why? So Kaddish Baruch has rules. Kaddish Baruch knows what's best for us. He knows that if we do Borah on Shabbos and we don't daven, it's not good for us. And therefore, he wants to keep us in line. He doesn't want us to run in the street without looking. And therefore, he has to give us a little bit of a whack to make sure that we stay in line. Very simple. If a kid would run into the street, sometimes he gets a patch. Because the patch is a lot nicer than getting hit by a car. Right? So Kodesh Baruch Hu knows if a person would not follow the rules that he made that are obviously the best for this person and, and he doesn't realign this person, he, who knows where he's going to go? So Kodesh Baruch Hu has to realign the person. When you fear a boss, when you fear a dictator, when you fear a virus, now, now there's no tachlas atov. The virus is out to destroy me. The dictator is out to destroy the entire world. The boss could take away all my money, or the who, the, this person's out to get me. There's no tov there. There's no good, it's just fear after fear, anxiety. It's a, it's a spiraling downward pit of fear, of pachad. Correct or not correct? But if you be MSF, Yerusha Onish, Yerusha Onish, 
doesn't mean you're fearing the, 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 the physical inyan. The problem is maybe the words. It's you're fearing the Ribbonu Shalolam who punishes people who, who he needs to keep in line. When you have that in mind, so now you're open up to a whole new world of what punishment is. And Yerusha Onesh, if that's keeping me in line, that can bring me to Ahava. Because what's the, what's the connection? Ahava and Yerusha, they're two opposites. But when you say Ahava Hashem and Yerusha Hashem, we just made a, a connection. What is that? HaKadosh Baruch Hashem. Because if you have Yerusha Onesh, which is really fearing the Rabboni Shalom, and you live aligned, and you live straight, and you stay in line when the teacher's taking you out from the classroom to the bathroom, stay in line, and you stay in line, you know what? You actually enjoy, you know, going where the teacher tells you to go. So when you're all over the place, so you might miss out on what the teacher's trying to do. The teacher wants it to show you something really geschmack outside, let's say. The leaves are changing colors. And you have all the funny, funny boys that are getting out of line and they're having a good time. They think they're, you know, hot shots and they're going to have their own ahava. And then they have to end up staying in class. But the kids who stay in line, they've years onish because the teacher said, if you, if you don't stay in line, you're not coming with us. So years onish, they stay in line. You know what? Then they go outside and they get to see the beauty of, of Hashan's creations. And they appreciate what the teacher did. So it started with years onish, years onish of the teacher, and it ended up with ahava of the teacher. So, so to a person who lives with the Yerusha Onish and he stays in line. But it's because it's a Kaddish Baruch Hu, not because of a, a money loss or a, a sickness. It's because of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Get the focus clear. We have to change that way. It's not Ha'onish. We have to change that. It is Onish. You can get punished. The fear of God is because He can punish us. But it's the fear of God to, align, to keep us in line. So now your focus becomes more about a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Now, if you're focused on the Kodesh Baruch Hu, that could turn into a Hava. That could be a Simcha. You stay in line, and every day, you dive in three times a day, and every day you, you do what you're supposed to do, but not because you, you're scared there's a whip over your head. That's not fun. That's the Yerush Onish that we throw to the... Say, that's not even Yerush Onish. That's not appropriate. Because then you're fearing the whip. You're not fearing the master who has the whip. Then you're missing the whole boat. But if you get, it's about a Kodesh Baruch Hu. It's about the Odom. So then you're open up into God's world. Simcha comes, Ahava comes. It's big stuff. That's my Jureg of Tamimis. I'm living with, the, with God. Yes, it's, there might be a high Madrega called Ahava, for sure. But what's going to keep us in line all the time? Yeris Onish. Yeris Hashem. Be'onish. That's. That's what Rabbi Nachman Jolie is saying. That's a year's onish that, keep, that can be very, very powerful. Yes? It's something that we have to think about. It doesn't, it doesn't come naturally, because naturally, when it comes to fear, we get emotional. When you get emotional, you don't think. All you do is you think about the thing that's going to happen to me. The sickness, the money, the, you forget automatically about God. Because to, to have a Kaddish Baruch Hu in your mind... You need to be mindful. You need to be intellectual. You need to think. But when it comes to getting pained in some way, we get emotional, fearful, and then the mind goes away. Then you don't put God in the picture anymore. You just put 
that thing that's going to hurt you. That's the only thing you're thinking about. And then you miss the boat. So yeah, someone might ask you, but you know that's God who's doing it. And you might say, yeah. Because if a person like wakes you up into intellectual mode, yeah, of course it's God. But we're not actually living that all the time. Unless you work on that. We're in emotional mode, not intellectual mode. It's a big difference. Make sense? Okay, we have to, we have to pause it now and we'll continue with this Sikha next week. Okay.